Are you going to social media marketing world? I am. Well, put it this way. I've got a ticket. Me too. Oh, you're going? Yeah, for sure. Bringing my kid. Oh, fantastic. How old's your kid? She's 21. She'll be a licensed realtor in January. That's the thing. When I met Leah Bach at Social Media Marketing World, what was it? 20, 20, 2019. It was 2019 because I came across the plane just at the beginning of the COVID announcements before the lockdowns. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And one of the reasons I wanted to touch base with you because, you know, COVID has obviously put a big monkey wrench in everybody's works, but it's certainly hurt certain industries more than others. But before we get there, I just want to recap the fact that Leah was asking me if I'm going to social media marketing world this year. And I said tentatively, yes, barring the fact that there might be a variant Epsilon coming up or something like that. <laughs> God forbid. But no, I, I am planning to go because witness the fact that meeting you was one of the highlights of Social Media Marketing World 2019. And the funny thing is, very quickly, just a little background. I met her because she was talking to someone I knew, introduced myself. We talked for all of two minutes. She was sick as a dog, not with COVID. I just want to point that out. Not with COVID. Thank you. Yeah, she barely remembered our conversation, but... I was impressed by her being a realtor at Social Media Marketing World, and I wanted to learn more, so I invited her on the podcast. And you can listen to those podcast episodes, number 97 and 98. That was 70 episodes ago. So I had to have Leah back on because I've been following you a lot on Instagram, where I see you doing a really great job selling me on moving to Vancouver. <laughs> we still have space for you, but... Uh... And it's slightly cheaper than L.A., but not by much. This is all my very subtle way of saying that Leah Bach is a realtor up in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. So this is another exciting international edition of the Nonfiction Brand Podcast. But Leah has also become one of my favorite people because she's just like me. She rolls the way she is, and she is 100% aligned with what I like to call her nonfiction brand. You know who you are and you are being it. You are living your best life, and you're also doing your best work as a realtor in a world full of people in blazers calling themselves realtors. Mm -hmm. And as I like to say, the red shoes. Oh yeah, the Louboutin. And the Hermes, and all of the, what did the who call it? Eminence Front. Oh yeah, Eminence Front, it's a put on. It's a put on. Oh my God, you are not kidding. Right? And so when I first started in real estate, my, my fear, the limiting belief that I had was that while I loved the work, I loved the people, I loved the conversations, I loved being able to help people from a place of integrity, I felt that I would be brushed with the same brush as other people. And I held back quite a bit because I was afraid that people were going to look at me like the schmarmy realtor that's in it for the money and it's just going to, you know, like take it and run away from them forever because it had no value. You know, it's just, I was another speed bump in the process of getting their home sold and I hated it. I hated it. And I didn't want to ever be that. And when I realized that's how I thought about it, I realized that I really had an opportunity to just not be that. It doesn't yeah. have to be that way. And it was, it was like that simple. One of the reasons you can see why I love Leah is because we're in violent agreement when it comes to the, let's call it the generic category of realtor. 
To me, it's this big barrel full of apples who are all with a circle R realtor mark and all that stuff. But here's the thing, just like Leah described, if you're in that barrel with other apples, some of them are rotten and some of those yeah. rotten apples affect everybody else to the point where someone like me who's bought and sold, I think in my lifetime, something like 10 different homes and I'm not a flipper. I'm just a mover. I move from one place to another and have every time we've moved, it was sell one house, buy another. And every time we had some good realtors and some bad ones and the bad ones left a bad taste in my mouth to the point that I kind of assume realtors are bad unless they're not realtors, which is what Leah is actually doing and why I love her so much. And you can see exactly what I'm talking about simply by following her on Instagram. What's your Instagram handle? Uh, my Instagram is really easy as long as you remember how to spell my name. It's Leah Bach Realtor. It's the same on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok now. You yeah. haven't seen my TikTok, man. I have, yet. I have seen <laughs> a, a few of yours on TikTok that had nothing to do with realty or real estate. And just yeah. let me say that you've got cringe mom down. I mean, you are a hundred percent cringe mom in a wonderful, open, absolutely true way. And I love it personally. Yeah. It's like, it is what it is. I'm old. And the reality is I still have something to say. And so I'm doing it. And some of my virals have gotten, you know, a quarter million plus likes. So, you know, it's, it is what it is. And the singing in the car and that TikTok, it's like, it is who I am and some people love it and some people hate it. And I think there's a real value in being hated. Oh my there's God. There's a real value in that. You are absolutely right because if you are hated, that means you are loved. Not by everybody, but by some. Keep in mind, and I've, I've mentioned this quote many times on this show, George Bernard Shaw once said, the opposite of love is not hate, it's indifference. To be yeah. indifferent to someone means you just don't care. If you hate them, you care enough to hate them, which means there's enough meat there for other people to grab onto and say, you know what? You may hate them, but I love them. You know, it's, it's that old story about journalists. If both sides of the political spectrum hate your work, you're right down the middle. You know, you're doing your job because you are right down the middle. And that's what journalists are for. Personal yeah. brands are not to be all things to everybody. I think personal brands are there to be the best thing for certain people, not all people. Exactly, exactly. because I believe in my heart. And I think that I, as I was thinking about us and our relationship over the years, I was thinking, what is, what is my marketing mantra? You know, what is it? What is my reason d'etre for what it is? And it is, it's not, that I want to be something for everyone. I want to find my people. And when my people find me, I have raving advocates that love me and tell their friends. And they're like, you have to deal with this woman because she's going to do everything she said she was going to do and more under promise over deliver. And so those are the people that find me. I just signed up a lady this week, one conversation, half an hour or less. And I looked up her Facebook she called me and i'm like oh yeah sold her house sold her house sold that house oh yeah sold that house oh so i already know that six of her close friends i've already sold their house or have in the past and so those are the type of relationships i want i'm like a spoke in a wheel yeah and you've got this unpaid sales force that you frankly don't have to pay in anything other than what you do which is 
I will help you out in any way I can. I will make you look good because here's one of the things. I don't recommend a lot of people to other people because I recognize that your mileage may vary on anybody. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. The only time I'll say, oh, you have to meet this person is when I know there's a hundred percent fit. And frankly, I never know there's a hundred percent fit. So I'll always couch it with, you know, if you want someone who is definitely not like others out there, I really like this person for these three reasons. And I say three reasons because my mind can't hold any more than that, to be honest. <laughs> and I'll say something like Leah Bach. Why would I recommend Leah Bach as a realtor to anybody in Vancouver, British Columbia, or who might be moving there? I'd say, one, she's fun. She's a local who really knows the area. She specializes in near Vancouver, if I remember correctly. You, you don't get way out in the boonies, on the sticks very much. I don't go to the boonies. I sort of have like a, um, a, a line that I, that I refer people out because I can't, one, I can't drive everywhere. I'm too busy to do that. And I can't service areas I don't know or understand. But I've lived almost everywhere in the lower mainland. So I started in the west end of Vancouver which is the posh downtown condo area, worked my way through most of the suburbs to where I am now. And, and I've lived here essentially outside of a couple trips out of the country for a few years. I've essentially lived here my entire life. So I know it like the back of my hand. And that is your value. I want to take one of the things you said and just underline it for listeners. You said it kind of very quickly in passing, but, and um, I'm going to paraphrase, but you said, I can't be expert in all that out there. Exactly. You created boundaries for your expertise, which mm -hmm. means that within your boundary of expertise, your expertise is going to be deeper and richer because you're not watering yourself down by trying to be all things, all places to all people. Yeah, it, it's so true. I, I see people, I see it in their social media posts mainly because everyone posts their sales. So I know where they're selling, obviously. And when I look at these people selling basically completely out of the municipal area, like in vacation properties or on islands or up a mountain or things like that. And I'm like, I don't know about their well system. I don't know about their garbage pickup. I don't know what the school catchments are. Yeah, sure. I can look up some of that stuff. But I don't know if they can put a carriage house in or, or you know, uh, what's coming up even in the municipality, which can be very important. Like if they take out your off street parking, which happened on 72nd one day, they just took that away. And all of those people only got one parking spot, suddenly had nowhere to park. It was quite a kerfuff. And so I don't want to be on the receiving end of my people not making the best financial decisions that they can. And that means I got to be informed. And consequently, you limit your area of expertise on purpose. And, you know, one of the things we talk about on this podcast a lot is the idea that I'm a big fan of Pat Flynn, the passive income podcast. Pat Flynn's always at social media marketing world, stuff like that. Really cool guy. He is, and I don't know if he coined this phrase, but I love it because it rhymes. And, <laughs> and it is, there's riches in the niches. Or there's riches in the oh. niches if you must francophone it. But that idea that by being more niche or niche oriented, you can be more expert and more involved and more attuned to everything that's going on. Like you mentioned the fact that you don't know what's happening in the municipality, meaning there could be some restrictions or some legislation or some rule changes or who knows what. If you don't know that, 
you could be really screwing your client. Oh, for sure. Like we had our big first run up in 2016. And, and what happened was we had a lot of out of area agents selling in the neighborhood. And so what they did essentially was they pushed up what I'm going to call the lesser areas by 50 to $100,000 in the course of a couple months. So wow. instead of knowing that that area does not get those kids in that catchment because they never checked. So here's the truth about real estate. 80% of all real estate licensees, at least in my area, are unlicensed after four years. That's two real estate cycles. In those two real estate cycles, they do zero to four transactions per. So they're often part-time agents. They don't have time or capacity to learn the details, much less the contracts or the neighborhoods or pay attention to what's going on in the city. You know, like there's one here where I, I said to my guy, listen, you don't get this thing sold now. Pretty soon, this road is going to be appropriated, which happened a month after we sold his place. Because I called the city and asked them. I knew it was coming. I'd read about it. So once they appropriate this, nobody's going to be able to turn left into your complex for maybe about a year. They're going to be waiting for the sky. They're going to be in the lineups. You won't be able to sell it at a higher price because nobody will be able to see it. It'll have a downward pressure on pricing. You want to wait a year? No. Then we should probably accept this one and move on with your life and your plans because otherwise you're here. And so that's logic, right? Yeah. Well, nonfiction brand podcast listeners, did you just hear what Leah did? She demonstrated her value to you wherever you are listening right now to the point where probably some of you, certainly I would say, wow, I want a realtor like that. And, and one thing I do want to touch on is just vocabulary. Canadians are like Americans, except we're two countries divided by a common language. <laughs> and that's not original to me. I think that might be George Bernard Shaw too. I don't know. But it's true. The word catchment that you used, I think equates to our school district or, yeah. you know, like if you live in a certain area, you belong to a certain school district and go to those specific schools. Uh, there's a line. If you cross it, you only get in the other school district. Right. If you're on the other side of the street of that line, you don't go to yeah. the cool Tony place with all the great stuff. Right. Or the highly rated school or for example, there's one block that's a cul-de-sac and that catchment line runs right between two houses. It's not a street. It runs through the houses. And so if you're on one side of one house, you're going to the good school. And I shouldn't say this. And then on the other one, you're going to um, the other one. And that's why you need someone who knows what they're doing. Obviously, we're talking real estate, but only yeah. to set the table for Leah Bach, the realtor who is actively out there personally branding herself. So she's not in that barrel with rotten apples anymore. Like when we talk, I never even think of you as a realtor. I think of you as a connector, a bridge, a matchmaker, more than a realtor. That's totally true. I mean, I have people call me up for the most random referrals. Leah, do you know a good caterer? You sold my neighbor's house, we wanna have a party. Who's the caterer, right? Somebody phones me up and they're like, hey, I like your website. Can you send me the name of your designer? You know, it's cleaning ladies and painters and people that they can rely on, like my plumber. I love my plumber. I love my plumber. And so I'm going to refer him. And with that connectivity, you build lots of relationships. And that's a huge portion of the work that I do is the community involvement, which has even gone up again this year. 
giving back to the community, participating in the community events. And what I do differently than most is I go to the events. I don't just give them my money. I go to the events and I meet the people and I help them and I give them feedback and I share the pictures on social media because I want to be part of the community. I just don't want to give them my money and make them go away and give me their business. That's not what it's about. Yeah. And I have to say that that is fantastic. That's wonderful. That's core to who you are. But there's also professional upsides on that. You've got your fingers in all the pies around town. So you know exactly what's going on. You get that business intelligence that enables you to become that really trusted, valued professional that becomes part of family. Again, I remember us talking in episodes 97 and 98 about you know, we're both old enough to remember the old cotton, the fabric of your lives. You're old enough. No, well, I am. I am. Remember those TV ads, cotton, yeah, the fabric yeah. of your lives. And, you know, Leah's goal has always been to be a, the fabric of your life. The thread. The, the thread. thread. The fabric. Yes. That's right. Not the whole cloth, but the thread. This episode of the Nonfiction Brand Podcast is brought to you by my new book, Nonfiction Brand. Discover, craft, and communicate the completely true, completely you brand you already are. Now available on Amazon.com. Jay Bear, best-selling author of Talk Triggers, said, The book is outstanding. Highly recommended. A spectacularly useful guide to personal branding that pulls off the difficult trick of being both realistic and inspirational. A must-read, regardless of where you are in your own brand-building journey. To get your copy, head on over to Amazon.com and search Nonfiction Brand. And let's get you all the credit you deserve for the completely true, completely you brand you already are. Talk to us about what you mean by you want to be the thread. So my intention, real estate, um, like a negotiation in real estate, is a very short-lived thing. It's a transaction usually between four players, seller, buyer, and then the two agents involved. And the intensity of that relationship is huge because it's a lot of money. It's a lot of emotions. It's often family homes. It's often a lot of fear as well. And I view my role as in that fabric of your life, in the things that occur to you on this earth, I'm going to play a very small role, but it's going to be intense and it's going to be personal. And you're going to tell me things that you want to know are in, in safe hands. And so while I'm there working with you, I will do everything that I can to protect you and keep you safe. And for that, I will stay in touch. I will always be available to you as long as you want me to be available to you. And so I consider myself a small little thread in the fabric of your life, but an important small piece. I got to tie this back to your social media strategy because you're very active on social media. Number one, congratulations. You reconciled your handles across all channels. You aren't, you aren't a BC realtor on one and Leah Bach on another. You've reconciled your handle. Do you know how many people don't do that? Well, I didn't reconcile my Twitter yet because a journalist from the Globe and Mail reached out to me and told me how fabulous it was. And if I ever changed it, he wanted it, although it wouldn't fit him. But yes, no, I didn't know how rare it was. It just makes sense. Why would I print it 17 different ways on my car? Yeah, right? exactly. Well, I got to ask, what's that Twitter handle? Well, so my name is Bach, B-A-C-H, yep. right? And so my Twitter handle is at D-E-B-A-C-H-L-E. So it's debacle. Nice. I didn't think of it that way when I did it. My maiden name is DeWall. 
So D-E and then Bach and L-E, debacle. It just fit. It was a little bit of everything because I was like an early, early Twitter adopter and I hardly ever use it. Post a couple listings there. It's just the shelf life of Twitter is so low and I don't have enough time for commentary I'd really like to bring to Twitter if I was there. So it's just not one of my big channels. So I stay with the... I, yeah, but but the funny thing is, you now have adopted TikTok, which I'm sorry, I'm I'm not going to guess ages here, but I'll just say I'm older than you significantly. There aren't a whole lot of me's on that that whole channel, but the ones who do, who found their voice and found it suits their style, are doing really fantastic job. And Leah, I, the fact that I saw you on there kind of it didn't freak me out, but it was like, are you kidding me? She's doing this. Now, the funny thing is, yeah, we- you said you couldn't do the amount of time to focus on Twitter that you would like, but you can do what you're doing on TikTok. Is that because TikTok is a better suit to your style? Meaning you're very verbal, you're very presentational, but in a very uh, open, uh, friendly, human way. And I think that yeah. comes across really strongly on TikTok. Yeah, the the concept there is the Twitter is the conversation, right? And they don't have a lot of time to bring to responding to the timeliness of the Twitter conversation, right? You have to build your followers by having dialogue with them. And I'll be frank, I made friends on Twitter that I have met throughout my life, local people on Twitter, who still remember me and now follow me on all of the other channels, and we have become friends. So Twitter's been great to me. Same with LinkedIn. I just don't spend the time there. TikTok has a production value time. You have to think about it. You have to produce it. You have to edit it. You have to upload it. And then, you know, and then you just sit around and wait for the likes to roll in, right? But the the reality for me is I learned one thing at Social Media Marketing World. Are an early adopter, like in Vine, you can get some real capacity, but you got to get a following. You got to start somewhere. So I said, you know what? Let's see what happens with TikTok. We'll throw it out there. And we got like the diving in the pool one. So the diving in the pool one and others will recognize me. And then I started getting local followers through that. And now I'm doing more videos. Like, did you see the haunted mansion that I listed? No, I haven't seen that one. So there's a guy in the neighborhood who had a studio in the back and he did a replica of the inside of the haunted mansion waiting room. It is amazing. So we did that. We did the dinosaurs dancing in the snow. We did the jumping in the pool. We did a couple viral dances even with another big name real estate agent who it's funny because anybody who knows him knows that this viral dancing thing is not his jam. Yeah. Well, throughout the local area, it went crazy. And so now his TikTok following has really gone up because he's realized that his advertising, he has an advertising team. I'll just point out. He has staff. I got me and the kid. And uh, he's really taking off with that now. And he wouldn't have unless we broke the seal on him not being scared of what people might think of him being more authentic. Oh, my God. That, that is a truth bomb she just dropped. Break the seal on being more authentic. Ah, You can use that. Oh, believe me, <laughs> I will, because I am a little bit of an idea concept uh, floozy. That's the yeah. politest word I could think of. But uh, we're, we're almost at the end of this podcast episode. But, you know, talking to Leah, I'm sorry, half an hour is not enough. So she's going to be back next week and we are going to continue this conversation.
but I want to let people know how they can follow you. Obviously, we talked about at Leah Bach Realtor as yep. your handle. Yeah. Just about everywhere. What other everywhere. places are you really active where people can either follow or contact you? Yeah, you're going to find me mainly on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, all at Leah Bach Realtor. You can follow me on Twitter if you like it, at Debacle, and I do have a LinkedIn pro profile as well, at Leah Bach Realtor. And otherwise, you can Google me, and my Google is probably the easiest way. You can click right through to the Google phone. You can get immediate answers. They'll message me right away, and my cell phone number is there as well. So if you need me, please reach out. I'd love to talk to you. Well, yeah, and if you'd like to learn more about Leah Bach, you can always pick up a copy of Nonfiction Brand, Discover, Craft, and Communicate the Completely True, Completely You brand you already are, and check out what I had to say about her on pages 207 to 211. Yep, you rated a number of pages in the book because you're doing it all right from my point of view. I'm sure it's not always easy, and we'll talk about that in next week's episode, but it's always fun. Once again, for the Nonfiction Brand Podcast, I am DP Knuton, your host. I would love for you to like, subscribe, refer, and review. Most of all, review this podcast wherever you get it because that helps other people find it. And she is... I'm Leah Bach at Remax Performance in North Delta. You can call me at 604-345-5345 or follow me on any of the social media channels at Leah Bach Realtor. And there you go. We'll be talking at you again next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>